Hello and welcome to Firefighters from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Five bells. Stand by all stations. Attention, all districts. A five-alarm fire. Five bells move in immediately. That's it. Let's roll. Let's go. Fire fighters. <laughs> Presenting Firefighters, the true-to-life story of our unsung heroes who stand ready to ride by day or night against our most murderous enemy, the demon of fire. just a minute, we'll join Tim Collins and Chief Cody to learn what's happening in the search for the salesman who is selling electrical equipment of such bad quality that it is a fire hazard. But before we join the hunt, here's a message. Let's go, firefighters. Let's go to the rooming house at the corner of Tim Collins' own street, the house in which Miss Andy Layton lives. As you remember, Miss Layton is an old friend of Tim's mother who has known the young fireman ever since he was a child. That's why when Tim tried to warn her... Miss Layton, I'm trying to warn you. It isn't safe. You mustn't use these electrical cords you bought from that peddler. Timothy, did you say must? Yes, ma'am. These cheap cords aren't approved for use on your flat iron or anything else. You could start a fire... Well, Timothy Collins, I am surprised telling a girl old enough to be your mother what she mustn't do. Oh, good grief. I didn't mean it that way, Miss Layton. I I... certainly hope not. Now run along, Timothy, and we'll we'll say no more about it. That was just yesterday when Andy Layton refused to take Tim's warning seriously. And later, when Tim's mother dropped in to give her old friend a word of advice, Miss Layton was out for the evening. Now it's early the next morning as Miss Layton's landlady raps on her door. Miss Layton, you wake up yet? Miss Layton. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Come right in, Mrs. Gonsett. Oh, my sakes, you wake up already, Miss Layton? Oh, such a beautiful morning, I just couldn't sleep another wink. <laughs> you better be careful, Miss Layton. Oh, I'm always careful, Mrs. Gonsett. Nothing happens to me. Mm, something's liable to happen to your boss, Miss Layton. <laughs> you ain't careful, you're liable to be on time to work today. Poor boss, what's he going to say? Oh, Mrs. Gansett, that's the silliest thing. Why, I'm often on time. Mm. If it was ever early, I guess your boss would curl up and blow away. Uh, what you fixing to do? I'm going to press my suit, Mrs. Gansett. It gets so rumpled, but it's so pretty. Ain't I ain't that iron hotted up yet. Wasting my electric juice, letting iron set around all plugged in. Well, it's almost hot enough, but you don't need to worry about wasting electricity. This is one of those new cords. Oh, one of those electric cords Miss Collins was uh, talking about? Mrs. Collins? When? Oh, last night when you was out. Miss Collins came rushing over all in a swivet, but you was out. Oh, that's a shame. 
Say, I guess the iron's hot enough. I can start pressing now. Miss Holland, she left a message. Maybe that's why I came all the way up those dratted stairs, all the way from my basement to the second floor. How long must he go last? I'm I so sorry she bothered us. I was cross at him for a minute, fussing at me about buying these new type electrical cords. Keep but... that iron moving or you'll score. Oh, oh, yes. Where was I? Oh, but poor dear, she didn't need to rush over like that to apologize for Tim. He said, darling, but he's just like his poor father, always fussing about fire. Well, I said, all I know, Miss Collins was in a swivet. Wanted you should be sure and use that cord. Be sure and don't. I couldn't tell which. One or t'other, that's it. Oh, she just wanted to be sure. Tim hadn't hurt my feelings. Why, she bought three of these cords herself for sales and said so, and for that matter, I don't... You just don't leave it plugged in. Come time to go to work, so his electric juice will leak out. I'll be sure, Mrs. Gansett. Well, guess I'll tackle those stairs again. <laughs> Back down to the basement. Wonder if I have time to press my hanky. Now, Miss Layton, I don't mind my rumors using up a reasonable amount of my electrical juice. When it comes to putting a whole morning with a flat iron. Oh, don't worry about wasting electricity, Mrs. Ganson. These new featherweight cords use hardly at any at all. The salesman said so. Is that a fact? Let me see. See? Isn't that the thinnest little cord you ever saw? You see, it's so thin that only just enough electricity can get through, so there's no way... Ouch, why, it's hot in the stove lid. Well, yes, it, it does seem to heat up more than... I smell burning. Why, well, so do I. Whatever could be Miss burning. Miss that wire, it's smoking. Oh, oh, oh dear look me. Look out that iron, let the juices caught a fire. That's my own street corner. All clear right there. All clear. Come on, step on it, Gonagal. Give me a lift home. Let's go. She did use that cheap flat iron cord. Throw a ladder up to this window. Get those women out. Lieutenant, I know the layout of this building. Let me go in with the extinguisher. Go ahead, Collins. Come on, Mac. Come on. Lend a hand here. Follow me in and bring the axe. Uh, the street door is unlocked. That's luck. Come on, Mac. Now, one flight up. Uh, to the right. There's Miss Layton's door. Hold on, Mac. Let me go first. Feel the door. Make sure there isn't fire right behind it. Uh, okay, it's cool enough. We can ease it open. All right. All right, Miss Layton, we're coming. Now, steady the door, Mac. Hold that cracker jar. That's it. Oh, good grief. That bed is flaming like a... Well, here goes with the extinguisher. Yeah. All right, Miss Layton. You're safe now. She's out. Mac, where'd she go? Hey, you on the ladder. Did you take one of these women down the ladder? Oh, she's uh, in the closet. That's where she is. The closet? She ducked uh, into the closet just now? Well, certainly she ducked in the closet. Well, those firemen pouring into a lady's room. They're not dressed for company this hour of the morning. 
Uh, now, go on, go on. Get out, all uh, of you. But we, we've got to make sure there's no more danger, Miss Ganser. We, we, we've got to... Oh, and my mattress and my sheets and my rug. My house full of great big firemen and the nasty old great big boots. And I told her to be careful. Layton, we don't mean to scold you. You you tell her, Chief Cody. Yes, let me, Collins. Now, Miss Layton, listen, please. Oh, dear, I won't listen. All you want to say is I told you so. Hmm? Told you what? Uh, Chief, I warned her last night. As soon as I heard she bought those hazardous cheap cords for the flat iron, I... Oh, dear, and such a bargain, too. That Mr. Johnny Bliven, he, he seems so nice. Bliven? Is that the name he gave? Uh, so she told me. And, and, Chief, he's the man we want. The one who's been selling this rotten equipment all over the city. Yeah, the description fits. Well, Miss Layton... Miss Layton, won't you go along with us now? Chief Cody will drive you down the block to my house. Look, please come and let Mom take care of you. Oh, dear, I look such a fright to go visiting. But if you promise, Tim... I'll but... promise anything, Miss Layton, if you'll let us take care of you. No, promise, promise you won't scold me anymore about my... my bargain. Oh, dear, I never... Could resist a bargain. Well, madam, you've learned your lesson. We'll say no more. But there's one scallywag in this town who's going to hear from us about those fake bargains. Uh, I hope we get him before he does any more damage, Chief Cody. We'll get him, Collins. Now take this lady to your mother's house while I talk to the... Uh, what's her name, Mrs. Gansert? Maybe she can help us take up the... have no truck with peddlers I don't know. So how should I know where this, this livings is? Uh, nobody knows where he is, Mrs. Gansert. Not the police, nor my boys in the fire department, nor anybody else. But he'll turn up somewhere. And all we need is to have somebody tip us off when he does show up. Hmm. A little shorty kind of man, you said, with a shiny blue suit? And a gold tooth, Mrs. Gansert, and a small mustache. Now, if you could mention to your neighbors that we'd like to pick what him up... What makes you think I've got time to go pestering my neighbors? Well, as a guess, after this excitement, you'll have a few neighbors dropping in. <laughs> well, no, I shouldn't be surprised. After all, a quiet neighborhood, you don't have fires every day in this district. Well, folks will want to see the ruins, so to speak. <laughs> makes me kind of famous, don't it? Losing property by fire like that. Well, yes, yes. The folks will be dropping in, so... No, I'll tell him to keep their eyes peeled, Chief Cody. I tell folks we've got to help catch that fella. After all, it was him caused the ruination of my mattress and my bed sheets and my rug. Now, when last heard from, the unknown man who was peddling those dangerous electrical cords was right in Tim Collins's own neighborhood. And Chief Cody hopes that if all the people of the district can be warned by word of mouth as well as by radio and newspaper to be on the watch, maybe the slippery stranger can be caught. But the chase takes a strange turn, as you'll hear in our next true-to-life episode of The Firefighters. In just a moment, Chief Bob Cody will tell you, boys and girls, how you can help the firefighters in your own town. But first, here's a message you ought to hear. And now, Chief Bob Cody with a special notice for the Firefighters Brigade. Chief Cody. Hello, boys and girls. You all know me, your friend Chief Cody, and... You know, I've got another item for your list of common fire causes. Now, write this down. Sun. S-U-N. That's right, the old reliable sun itself. You see sun rays that shine through glass like a fishbowl or a bubble in a window pane can focus on cloth or paper, raise the temperature higher and higher until fire breaks out. 
So we add to our list the word son. One more common fire cause. Well, goodbye for now. You'll be hearing from me soon. Fire Chief Cody and the young rookie fireman Tim Collins will be back on the same station the next time you hear... That's it. Let's go! Firefighters is a copyrighted feature of William F. Holland Productions.